Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 2A, Genesis chapters 4 and 5. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. Cain and Abel today. Yeah, we got done with the Garden of Eden, right? Yeah. In the last episode, Adam and Eve were kicked out. Now I think they're going to have a family. Adam knew Eve and she conceived. Are yeah. you writing poetry here? <laughs> no, that's pretty much what it says for Adam to know Eve. Kind of know what they're talking about. There. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we do. This is the first sex in the Bible, by the way. Okay. The result was Cain, who became a farmer. Then came Abel, a shepherd. Yeah, kind of short childhoods there. That's all we know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And in two lines, we know their occupations. Yeah. Verse 3, Cain brought some of his produce to God, and Abel brought the firstlings of his flock, along with some fat. God respected Abel and his offering, but he had no respect for Cain's. Cain was angry and looked sad. Poor Cain. Yeah. A hard-working farmer, yeah. instead of just a slouch who follows sheep around. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that. They both might be hard-working, but, but it seems arbitrary. Yeah. That God would favor one over the other. In fact, if I were God, I'd say, get that bloody mess away from me. What are you doing killing an animal? And offering it to me, that's the grossest thing anybody could do. That's disgusting. Don't do that. That's but why no. you're not God. Yeah, but God likes it, right? Yeah. And we'll find out later in the Bible that he really likes it a lot. <laughs> Verse 6. God said to Cain, why are you angry, and why do you look so sad? If you do well, you'll be accepted. If not, you'll be guilty guilty as sin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Guilty of sin. Well, it's really the sad. same thing, yeah. Cain said to Abel, let's go out into the field. When they arrived at the field, Cain killed Abel. Things are moving along very quickly here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not leaving anything out. That's just the way it is in the Bible. It doesn't tell you anything about how he killed Abel. No. People have been speculating. I think the most common view is that it was with the jawbone of an ass. Oh, of course, the jawbone of an <laughs> yeah. ass. I want to know, where are Adam and Eve? Yeah, they should be involved, you'd think. Mm -hmm. They should be bringing home vegetables from the garden and sheep yeah. so that they could have dinner yeah, all and together they probably as a should family. Have if God had talked to them, he, he used to talk to them quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe they coached them a little bit and say, you know, God doesn't like vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Don't Cain... bring him any broccoli. No. He doesn't like that. <laughs> uh, he likes animals and he, he likes it to be bloody. So do that. And then maybe they would have both brought some animals and everything would have been happy. Yeah, they could have walked together with a little lamb between them. Yeah. But no, Cain killed Abel. Verse 9, God said to Cain, Where's your brother Abel? Cain answered, I don't know. I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, you are, Cain. <laughs> well, yes, but am I my brother's keeper? That is the most quoted verse in this chapter. Am yes. I my brother's keeper? Yeah. It's one that we all think of thinking, well, it's in the Bible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's kind of nice. It is in the Bible. <laughs> and it is kind of nice. It was a verse that I marked good. In the SAB, uh -huh. the Skeptics Annotated Bible, because I thought that was kind of nice. But I was told by Christians that that's not what it means. I assumed it was just a rhetorical question. Am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. And the answer, of course, is, well, yes, you are. You should watch out for, literally, your brother. 
but also, you know, more generally your fellow man. Mm -hmm. But that's not the point. And God didn't answer you. Well, yes, you are. So what the question really means, am I my brother's keeper in this context is, well, I don't know. It's not my turn to watch him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where he is. I'm tired of babysitting that guy. Uh Verse 10, God said to him, what have you done? Your brother's blood cries out from the ground. He continues saying, now you are cursed. You won't be a successful farmer like you would have been. And you'll be a fugitive and a vagabond. I'm still wondering where Adam and Eve are. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, it's going to be hard for him to grow his crops anymore. If he's on the road. (laughs) Well, I, I think it's more than that. I think he's saying that no matter how hard he tries, no matter what methods he uses, farming won't be easy for him, as it would have been if he hadn't killed Abel. Cain said, my punishment is more than I can bear. I'll be a fugitive and a vagabond, and whoever finds me will kill me. Yeah, so how many people are around that might kill him? Uh, Not very many. (laughs) (laughs) Only his mom and dad. (laughs) The population of the earth at this time, as far as we know, Uh is four. Well, now it's three, right, because we lost Abel. So Cain is worried that his parents are going to kill him for killing Abel. Well, they might. Well, I guess they might, yeah. But then they wouldn't have any kids. Would that be everyone? No. Everyone that finds me will kill me? Yes. It's a weird thing for him to say or to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. But God apparently is very concerned about it as well because God put a mark on Cain so that whoever found him wouldn't kill him. So he put Ah. a mark on Cain. Yes, but before that... Verse 15, God said to Cain, whoever kills you will suffer a sevenfold vengeance. Yeah, a sevenfold vengeance. What could that be? I don't know. I remember struggling with this line. Yeah. So that means that the person who kills Cain, because he killed Abel, Mm -hmm. will himself die seven times. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be seven times worse for them than it's going to be. Maybe they will be a seven times more of a fugitive than a vagabond. <laughs> or somebody will stab Cain one time and somebody else will stab the murderer seven times. You know, I think we're not going to figure this out. <laughs> I've never heard a good explanation for it. Sevenfold um, vengeance. No, never heard of it. And then God put a mark on Cain so that whoever found him wouldn't kill him. Okay, so nobody's going to have a sevenfold vengeance. Yeah, well, if they do, if they because maybe see the mark, the mark that won't they won't know what the mark means. Or they see the mark, but they kill him anyway. Yeah, could be. Anyway, I wonder what the mark said. Don't kill me, yeah. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's signed by God. Signed by God. Yeah, it's hard to say what kind of mark it would be. I guess kind of like a tattoo or something. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this is a very important verse because the mark of Cain. People oh. have wondered about that. The idea came up in the late Middle Ages, but in the United States during the time of slavery, mm-hmm. it was very common to believe that the mark of Cain was a black skin. How did Cain get a dark skin? That's the mark of Cain. So he's a white guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> then he's he a killed, black guy. He killed Abel. Yeah. And God turned his skin dark as the mark that he put on Cain. Oh. And that's where, that's where uh, black people come from. Oh, my God, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it is. That theory mm-hmm. is made explicit in the Pearl of Great Price. The Book of Moses and the Book of Abraham deal with this, and it's made clear in there that the Mark of Cain was a black skin. 
Verse 16, Cain went where God isn't present, the land of Nod, east of Eden. Where he isn't present, it says Cain fled from the presence of God. Oh. But if you're running away from the presence of God, it kind of means you're going someplace where God isn't, it yes. sounds like, in the land of Nod. And Cain knew his wife, and she had a son named Enoch. Cain built a city and named it Enoch after his son. So that's an interesting thing that he built a city, population three. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Enoch, well, yeah. Cain, it's Cain and Mrs. Cain. And where did she come from? I know, somewhere past the land of Nod. The thing is, everyone is supposed to be descended from Adam and Eve. Yeah. And so there is no one else. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, one of the few problems with this story is that Cain marries someone. Mm-hmm. That someone, if that someone exists, it would have to be a sister, but it doesn't mention any sisters. But anyway, he married her, and they had a son. His name is Enoch. And then they built a city, which only had three people in it, I guess. <laughs> they built two houses and named it a city. Yeah, and it's a strange thing for a fugitive and a vagabond to do, to build a city. But yes. he did. Enoch had a son named Erad, who had a son named Mahushael, who had a son named Methusael, who had a son named Lamech. Lamech. Just a minute. I thought we weren't going to do genealogies. We're not. Okay. But occasionally, <laughs> we have to get to Lamech, because Lamech's going to be featured in the next section. Oh, that's a good point. Lamech is the great-great-great-great-grandson of um, Enoch, something like that. Yep. Lamech took two wives, Ada and Zillah. So these are the first women besides Eve that have been mentioned in the Bible. Yes. And he said to them, I have killed a man. Then he said, if Cain will be avenged sevenfold, then I'll be avenged seventy-sevenfold. <laughs> we are, we're multiplying by 11 here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I guess the idea was that when Cain killed Abel, whoever kills Cain's gonna get punished seven times as bad yes. as what, whatever. Now, Lamech says, well, if that's true for Cain, then it's going to be even worse, 11 times, as you say, yeah. 77 times. For me. For me. People have wondered about who that man was. That and, he killed? Yeah. And the rabbis came up with a theory. Mm -hmm. One of the most famous rabbis, his name is Rashi, he said that who Lamech killed was actually Cain. Oh, yeah. that would make him really bad. Yeah. I mean, whoever kills him is So really he should have suffer. to be avenged seven times. Lamech should be. But yes. whoever kills him avenged 77 times. Uh -huh. It's interesting that it would be because it's so many generations later. But people back then Lived. have long, long lives. Yeah. So it's a possibility. Okay. Verse 25. Adam had sex again with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she had another son whose name was Seth. And Seth had a son named Enos. Okay, so now we're going to get into Adam's family. And it, there's some genealogy here. And the only reason we're going to have it is because they're kind of important. These are the patriarchs, the people that all of humanity descended from. It's interesting. Okay. So this is one of the few genealogies that I think is interesting enough to include. Okay. And then after this, no more. Yeah, with maybe an exception <laughs> here or there. <laughs> okay. Chapter 5, this is the book of Adam's family. God made male and female humans. He called their name Adam. That's bizarre. 
So this uh, little couple verses here from the beginning of chapter 5 is sort of the third creation story. Oh. It's very short. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, God made male and female humans, and he called their name Adam. So the males and the females, apparently, were given the name Adam. <laughs> Adam 1, Adam 2. <laughs> but now we're back to the, the regular Adam. And in verse 3, it says, When Adam was 130 years old, he had a son that looked like him. He called him Seth, which is kind of weird because we already had that in the end of chapter 4. Yes. But, okay, sometime in the next 800 years, Adam begat some daughters. Lo and behold. Yeah. Adam died when he was 930 years old. And remember that Adam was supposed to die the day that he ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Remember? Yeah. God said he would. And he didn't. It took a while, yeah. <laughs> It, it was, you know, God's firstborn, and he was kind of attached to him and couldn't let him go. I guess. All right, so here we go with Although our we'll marathon. See, we'll see that there's going to be a lot of guys that live that long, or oh. nearly that long. All right, are we ready for our marathon? Yeah, let's get it over with. Genealogy? Here we go. Verse 6. Seth was 105 years old when his son Enos was born. In the next 807 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 912. Enos was 90 years old when his son Canaan was born. In the next 850 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 905. Canaan was 70 years old when his son Mahalaleel was born. In the next 840 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 910 years old. Mahalaleel was 65 years old when his son Jared was born. In the next 830 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 895. Jared was 162 years old when his son Enoch was born. In the next 800 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 962 years old. Enoch was 65 years old when his son Methuselah was born. In the next 300 years, he walked with God and had other sons and daughters. When he was 365, he quit walking with God because God took him. Yeah, so I want to stop there. This is one of the few people in the Bible that apparently never died. Mm, he was just taken by God. Just taken by God, yeah. That is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Verse 25. Methuselah was 187 years old when his son Lamech was born. In the next 782 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 969. Lamech was 182 years old when his son Noah was born. In the next 595 years, he had other sons and daughters. He died when he was 777. Noah was 500 years old when he had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Yeah. Whoa. It's kind of strange that Noah would have his first children when he was 500 years old. Uh-huh. That's really holding off for a while. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he was a bachelor until he was 500 years old, then he got married or Or something. he was spilling his seed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> we don't know. But anyway, he didn't have any children, I guess, until he was 500 years old. And then he had three. Then he had three in one year. Uh-huh. Now, that's kind of an amazing thing, assuming, he, and apparently he had only one wife. Was it possible they were triplets? I don't think so. Later on, we'll see in the mm -hmm. next episode. Mm-hmm that they're treated as though they were of separate births. Okay. 
I don't know, but there were three sons that were born in that year. All right. Well, listeners, you uh, made it through your first genealogy, and hopefully I can hold Steve to his promise of no more genealogies in future episodes. Yeah, I'll try. Okay. Thanks so much for staying with us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.